after week, she was steadily and quickly gaining ground. We had to be back in town by the end of January, but it was settled that Ida should remain out with her sister for a week or two more. They both, I remember, came down to the station to see us off, and I'm not likely to forget the last words that passed. Oh, don't look so woebegone, Jack, his wife had said. You'll see me again before long. Then the fussy little mountain engine squeaked, as a puppy squeaks when its toe is trodden on, and we puffed our way up the pass. London was in its usual desperate February plight when we got back, full of fogs and stillborn frosts that seemed to produce a cold far more bitter than the piercing temperature of those sunny altitudes from which we had come. We both, I think, felt rather lonely, and even before we had got to our journey's end, we had settled that for the present, it was ridiculous that we should keep open two houses when one would suffice and would also be far more cheerful for us both. So, as we both lived in almost identical houses in the same street in Chelsea, we decided to toss, live in the house which the coin indicated, heads mine, tails his, share expenses, attempt to let the other house, and, if successful, share the proceeds. A French five-franc piece from the Second Empire told us it was heads. We had been back some ten days, receiving every day the most excellent accounts from Davos, when, first on him, then on me, there descended like some tropical storm, a feeling of indefinable fear. Very possibly this sense of apprehension, for there is nothing in the world so virulently infectious, reached me through him. On the other hand, Both these attacks of vague foreboding may have come from the same source, but it is true that it did not attack me till he spoke of it, so the possibility perhaps inclines to my having caught it from him. He spoke of it first, I remember, one evening when we had met for a good night talk, after having come back from separate houses where we had dined. I felt most awfully down all day, he said, and just after receiving this splendid account from Daisy, I can't think what is the matter. He poured himself out some whiskey and soda as he spoke. Now a touch of liver, I said. I shouldn't drink that if I were you. Give it to me instead. I was never better in my life, he said. I was opening letters as we talked and came across one from the house agent, which, with trembling eagerness, I read. Hurrah, I cried. Offer a five goo. Why can't he write it in proper English? Five guineas a week till Easter for number 31. We shall roll in guineas. Oh, but I can't stop here till Easter, he said. I don't see why not. Nor, by the way, does Daisy. I heard from her this morning and she told me to persuade you to stop. That's to say, if you like. It really is more cheerful for you here. I forgot you were telling me something. The glorious news about the weekly guineas did not cheer him up in the least. Thanks awfully. Of course, I'll stop. He moved up and down the room once or twice. No, it's not me that is wrong, he said. It's it, whatever it is, the terror by night, which you were commanded not to be afraid of, I remarked. I know, it's easy commanding. I'm frightened. Something's coming. Five guineas a week are coming, I said. I shan't sit up and be infected by your fears. All that matters, Davos is going as well as it can.
What was the last report? Incredibly better. Take that to bed with you. The infection, if infection it was, did not take hold of me then, for I remember going to sleep feeling quite cheerful. But I awoke in some dark, still house, and it, the terror by night, had come while I slept. Fear and misgiving, blind, unreasonable and paralyzing, had taken and gripped me. What was it? Just as by an aneroid, we can foretell the approach of storm. So, by this sinking of the spirit, unlike anything I had ever felt before, I felt sure that disaster of some sort was presaged. Jack saw it at once when we met at breakfast next morning, in the brown, haggard light of a foggy day, not dark enough for candles, but dismal beyond all telling. So, it has come to you too, he said.